Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SLG Meetup, your host Alvaro. Now, who doesn't like shoes, right? So we're going to learn the luxury of walking in style with the one and only Tommaso Melani. He's the CEO and founder of Stefano Bemer, which is a bespoke shoemaker based in Florence in, in, since 1983. So it's going to be an interesting story on all the elements that it takes to bring on the most incredible shoes and what it brings to the luxury space. What's happening, Tomas? How are you? I'm good, Over. How are you? Very good. And yourself? Uh, I'm, I'm better. It's, a, it's the end of the day and I've only been back in Florence for like 24 hours. So the first 24 hours are always challenging. Uh, now the, it's, the uh, jet lag, like, right? <laughs> it's a jet lag price. Everyone is kind of trying to get my my feedback on something because I've been gone so long. So uh, the first day is, uh, is a little. Uh, we literally say that being pulled by their sleeve, and that's exactly what happens on a on the first day back <laughs> in town. <laughs> oh my god! Well, listen, I appreciate you being with us today. I know that it's a little bit late over there in Italy. I love your background, by the way. It's very elegant. It oh, goes thank you. along with the brand. That, that that's home <laughs> exactly no very nice so hey thank right, well you back. for joining i was making a quick intro about yourself ceo and founder of stefano bemer amazing bespoke shoemaker company based in Firenze since 1983 there is a whole history behind the brand and totally. a lot of people you know actually everybody that i know they all love shoes so we had a previous guest with us that was giving an excellent story about the shoes. And now we have you, which we wanna learn about your story and what it takes to bring the uniqueness to, to the shoemaker industry. No, I, I'm, I'm not a shoemaker myself. I mean, I got in the industry by, by courtesy of Stefano Bemer uh, that created the, 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 the brand, the experience, the quality of, of uh, his own shoes. So I am, uh, uh, I'm a guest here, uh, as much as you are. Uh, I've learned, of course, about shoemaking in the meantime, uh, so I can give an insight of what it is. But uh, I think what we've done in the last, uh, Jesus, it's been eight years already. So what, been, what we've done in the last eight years is, uh, um, is thanks to my experience as a consumer first. Uh, so I try uh -huh. to... Um, implement and enhance that uh, experience that I had as a client um, well before being a shoemaker. So I, I really brought to the table uh, the, the best of my um, insight as what the client should be looking for or, or is actually looking for, not just in terms of quality, which I take right. entirely for granted thanks to my craftsman, but in terms of uh, experience, what what with what I thought should be uh, included in in every line. Um, so when I first met Stefano and we first discussed partnering, the idea was um, I would really love to make this available to clients like me that are still like high school, Amazing. you know, ready to wear shoes or made to order shoes exactly. in that segment are not cheap uh, either. But at, but at the same time, they're not bespoke. So. Uh, that's what we did. We we created a bespoke quality and uh, and quality of the experience on the made to order mid and uh, segment of the market. Um, eight years ago, as far as I know, was really advanced as an idea. Um, nowadays, 
thanks to, to well, and, and you've taken and everyone's it, you, following. You've taken it even farther. Now you even offer trainings, right? You have the bespoke oh, totally. shoemaking trainings, which I believe that it really creates the engagement between those that are aficionados or potential clients to really be feeling and living your brand. You're, you're talking, Tomaso, about something very interesting, which is how to really leverage to increase exposure and gain new customers. Now, I know that there's been a lot of things going on in the last couple of years, especially more recently. How have yeah. you adapted? Did you notice? Because, <laughs> because you grab an amazing product and concept and turn it into a very successful business that nowadays is expanding even farther and farther through the reach of media. So how has been for you technology when it comes to marketing your product and services? It's been a very interesting relationship so far. Uh, I am learning uh, as we speak about technology and, uh, and I'm adapting the tool to a very conservative old school uh, craft, which is shoemaking. So um, I think that the better impact that technology had on the segment, not just on us, on the segment is that we are all as a, as a league uh, of, of, of quality shoemakers, let's put it this way, uh, a tool to spread the knowledge, the style, the, the, the nuances of shoemaking and, and to really to educate consumers in a, in, a, in a very specific way, which is not the simple advertisement that you could put on a, on a page. So that's been a blessing. Uh, the other thing that I've learned is that because of this growing knowledge about what's behind the product, what's, what's quality of a product uh, about, uh, we are more and more receiving and, and interacting with, with clients that are very well aware of what they're shopping for. They're very opinionated of what they like and what they don't. Um, hence, they end up spending higher money in in, uh, in 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 which is good news for me I mean, being an entrepreneur but, <laughs> of course <laughs> uh, they end up spending more money but because they see more value totally. there is a story behind the brand and i like to have always this as a reference because when we do these slg meetups it's all about the inspiration the story behind a successful brand and behind you know the whole concept and when we have tomaso in this case yourself here <laughs> Talking about the brand, it really brings the inspiration on the concepts that you have put into fruition. Now, there is one thing that I like to ask all the time to our guests, and you definitely have worked on super amazing product with the most high-defined net, high net worth individuals, so they know what they want. They're very well educated. So the whole concept of luxury has something that hmm. you've been living and breathing. So what is really luxury True. to you? Well, I'm very opinionated about luxury, uh, which I don't make, I don't match with pricing. Uh, luxury is something that is uh, rare, very rare, uh, that it's uh, hard to accomplish. It must be hard to accomplish on both sides of the, of the end, like hard for the consumer to get it, hard for the maker to realize it, to make it happen. Um, and it's practiced and refined through time with an endless aim for perfection, which doesn't really exist, but guides you in, in one direction. So true luxury is, is, is really, uh, it's an ambition, in, in my opinion. It's more than what you can buy, it's, it's what you can aspire to. Um, I, I, I always oh, give the best amazing. example. 
a glass of sparkling, freezing, sparkling water in the desert is true luxury. It doesn't cost a thing to make, but it's rare. Uh, it is, you know, it's, it's there and there has a lot of value. So um, a way to, to look at luxury for me has always been how do you make something that is scarce uh, available to a broader audience and how do you remain loyal to the proposition of quality and, uh, and, and loyal to the value of the brand without, you know, cutting corners? Because many have been tempted to cut some corners. Exactly. Unfortunately, we see that, yes. But it's exactly what you're mentioning there. And I love the definition of luxury that you provided. So this is amazing. Now, there is one thing I wanted to ask you as well, because we like to bring up some more personal elements into the conversation right. because obviously you are a very positive hardworking man that have brought a lot of value when it comes to the shoemaking industry so what are some of the i guess personal routines that have helped you maintain this rhythm and keep oh. growing um you know what they say right find something you love and you'll never work a single day in your life um, right. <laughs> I recently had an, a different interview and after disclosing what the Stefano Bemerick venture had been for me, that which was like a 15 minutes description of, of what, what it had been in, in eight years. Um, then she asked me, like, so what are your passions? I was like, did I just say that? And then I realized she was asking my personal passions, like, what, oh, you mean cycling or wine? <laughs> and I was like, watches. Well, uh, yeah. So the, the secret has been I... I enjoy what I do. I, I really, I, I love it. For me, the, the, um, it, there's a component of pride to see an idea that gets recognized, appreciated, accepted, validated. Mm -hmm. um, and that's priceless. Um, and as a fact, I'm always fetching ideas. That, that's, that's really what makes me tick. That's great. Well, I do appreciate what you're mentioning here because I believe that a lot of people right now, they're looking into new ways to kind of keep themselves afloat with all the changes that we're experiencing. And no. when you focus on really what you're passionate about, it makes your day flow in a different way, in a more positive And it's always that, updated, you know, right? So I mean, it's, um, it, it's funny. It's like things that you were so opinionated and keen on like two years ago, maybe they're not exactly the same nowadays. Correct. So following the passion is also letting it express in, in a very modern and, and contemporary way. Last year, of course, the last, you know, 12 months have been uh, affecting everyone, me included. I, I find myself slightly changing from who I was a year ago into uh, a different kind of person that's still in love with the same things, but is looking at the world in a, uh, probably want to say in a, in a more positive way, in, in many ways. I mean, I, I was able to recenter and appreciate some things like the pleasure of small things in life, which you, you take when you're very busy, you take for granted or you overlook. Um, so even even in in my uh, work routine, uh, I, I I went back to enjoying really the adventure of an an enterprise because that that's that's what it is. I you know it it, it can be only you know, good news every day, because otherwise you get used to it. Um, so oh, I think man. it's a challenge. And, 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 for, and for some of, of, uh, of us, it's been very bad. Um, and I hope that we all get uh, through it even more solid than before. Um, but I think for us, it's been, 
I don't want to see a humbling lesson because we're still, thanks God, and and I, you know, trust me, I, this is, um, we have loyal clients. We've been we've been doing well, knocking on on wood or touching iron, as we as we say in Italy. Um, but um, it is it is it makes you realize that you know life is up is made of ups and downs, and uh, and 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 a business is is a is a living creature uh, that that follows. Uh, it's not it's not an entity. It's really a living creature, uh, and it's made of craftsmen. It's made of clients. It's made of uh, ideas. Um, I've, I've I've loved this. If it wasn't for the tragic <laughs> events around us, uh, um, I, I think it's been, it's been an experience for many of us that we we should find uh, lessons to learn in in this as well. Amazing, Tommaso. Well, thank you very much. Is there any other takeaways or anything that you would like to share before we wrap this up? China is late there. I'm not sure. Well, my and uh, and I am a non-technological media person, but my uh, appreciation goes to you and and the work that you do because without this effort that you're putting, uh, some of us, us included, me included. Will be more isolated in in our in our comfort zone. Why you know it takes a little bit uh, expanding your space of possibilities uh, is what I invite everyone to do, especially in Minecraft, because mm-hmm. I know uh, so many like incredible shoemakers that are stuck to shoemaking and uh, and and they don't really get out of the little routine that you know made them famous. And now it's time to to really break it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Tommaso. Please, everybody, that make said, sure... you will not see me dancing on TikTok. I promise. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet, not yet, not yet. We... Never say never. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I'd Actually, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, and I mentioned this to you previously, and I think it's a good idea is to always bring something fun when it comes to oh, content. Totally. And you Can't with the shoes, doing 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 some dancing with the shoes and alternated <laughs> that could be something to work on. Yeah. All right. I do appreciate, Tommaso, your time. Thank you so much. Everybody listening or watching, please make sure to follow their page. They do a phenomenal job. And if you have questions, please reach out directly to Tommaso. He's an amazing guy. Again, thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you soon, whether in New York, Italy, or here in Miami. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, Miami is on my list. Uh, It's been a long winter, and I'm looking forward to some uh, (laughs) some blue oceans. So Miami is on the list. But there if, you, it goes. if you're ever in New York, I'm, I'm there most of the time. Uh, so please uh, ring, ring the bell. <laughs> Thank you, Tomas. Right. Have a good evening. Ciao, Thank bye. you, everybody, for tuning in. Bye-bye. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace its beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.